Greetings everybody. Today we are going to speak on the person of the Holy Spirit. We are made in the image of God. Genesis 1, 27-28 says, And God created man in his own image. And God created him male and female. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over all the fish of the sea and over all the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. Now, if we are created in the image of God in heaven, God sent his only son Jesus to be born as man in order to save us and give us eternal life. It also means the person of the Holy Spirit is also in the same image, yet invisible spirit, able to dwell within us and reveal to us the things of God. John 16, 13-15 says, Howbeit, when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that he shall speak. And he will show you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will receive of mine and show it to you. All things that the Father are have are mine. Therefore, I said that he shall take of mine and show it to you. This verse shows us that we can fully trust in the Holy Spirit. For the Holy Spirit, like Jesus, does nothing on his own authority, but only what the Father shows him from heaven. God the Father is the only source. Jesus, his Son, is the only authority. And the Holy Spirit is the power. The Holy Spirit, therefore, will only do what is given to him from the source with the authority of Jesus and what he made possible on the cross. When we yield ourselves completely in full trust to the Holy Spirit, seeking full truth and righteousness continually, then the Holy Spirit is able to reveal to us the things of God. And as we obey and also only do what the Father has revealed, then the Holy Spirit can move through us with power. Three things make a miracle. The Word of God, the authority of Jesus, and the presence of the Holy Spirit. The closer we come to God in prayer, and the more fully we yield to the Holy Spirit to do the work of Jesus, the more powerfully the Holy Spirit 
is able to move through our lives. Ephesians 2, 19-22 says, Now therefore, you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and built upon the foundations of the apostles and the prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building, fully framed together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are built together for a habitation of God through the Holy Spirit. Jesus sent his Holy Spirit to dwell within our hearts. And as we receive him, we become fellow citizens with the saints of the household of God. And this is something truly wonderful. We may be alive on planet Earth in the flesh, but spiritually we are already part of the household of God in heaven by prayer. By prayer we enter in, as Ephesians 3.12 says, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. And Ephesians 2.18 says, For through him we both have access by one Spirit unto the Father. And Ephesians 2.4-6 says, but God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, has quickened us together with Christ. By grace you are saved, and have raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Though we are in the flesh on earth, Spiritually, we have been raised up with Christ, the same Holy Spirit who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in our hearts and we can know God through the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 1.18 says, The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power. When God says exceeding greatness of his power, he means it. Verse 20 goes on to say, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come and has put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church which is his body 
the fullness of him that fills all in all. After Christ's victory on the cross, where he rose on the third day from the dead in total and complete victory over every sin, every sickness and every demonic thing, he ascended to heaven where he sits at the right hand of God in all victory and head over the church, which is us. He has raised us up to him into his heavenly places above all principality and power with him. The Holy Spirit within us raises us up and gives us this victory over every demonic power and sends us out into the world to extend his wonderful kingdom, to proclaim this glorious news of what Jesus has done for us on the cross. Ephesians 1, 13 to 14 says, In whom you also trusted after you heard the truth, the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom after you believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. The word has said it all. All we need is to receive the person of the Holy Spirit and live in the power and authority that God has made possible for us to live in. When we realize where our true home is, in the household of God's kingdom of heaven and not earth, where we are simply in transit at present, alive to serve the Lord, not just to live for ourselves, when we start to live, see life from another perspective, Colossians 3, 1 to 4 says, If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things that are above, where Christ sits at the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above, not on things on earth, for you are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ who is our life shall appear, then you shall also appear with him in glory. And this verse goes on to speak of, of the utmost importance of turning away from every sin to put on the new man which is renewed in Christ. When we do these things, then the Lord himself raises us up with him into the heavenly places in Christ Jesus spiritually, giving us his victory. And he does it again and again. For in him, doing the Father's will is impossible to fail. We also see life from the heavenly angle rather than the earthly one. We will understand why we on, why we are on earth and the role God wants us to move in. Our minds will be renewed to see in the right perspective what is important and what is not important. Our lives will become more effective for God and we will be filled with the peace and joy given to us through the Holy Spirit. 
This is what the Lord has done for my life. And I'm, I'm learning to see what the Lord is doing and to obey Him and flow with Him into everything He tells me. Even if I, it's never been done that certain way before. I especially love flowing into something completely new, like the telephone evangelism, radio ministry, over the phone. You know, it all started some time ago. I'll tell you a couple of stories. One of our pastors that had gone through our Bible school went in a Hindu village to give the gospel. And the leaders of the village were not impressed. They stabbed him in the back with broken glass and left him unconscious on the side of the road. But one of our other evangelists happened to cycle by on his bicycle and saw this man unconscious. He quickly stopped. And as he stopped, the pastor was coming out of unconsciousness and the evangelist helped him to hospital for treatment. Amazingly, the wounds healed up within three days. And seeing that this was a miraculous fast healing that only God could do, the pastor and the evangelist decided to go back immediately to the Hindu leaders who stabbed him. They arrive and the pastor says, I've come to show you what my God has done for me. He turned round, lifted up his shirt, and the leaders looked in amazement at the healed wounds. The Hindu leader said, Well, let's see if your God can heal our deaf and dumb boy of 13 years old. The evangelist says, Go and fetch him. They went off and brought the boy back. The evangelist laid hands on the boy's ears and the boy spoke for the first time in his life because God healed him. And as a result, the leaders and all 2,000 residents of the village received Jesus as Lord and Saviour and sent me an invitation to come and speak to them that same year. And I did. What a church that was. It was filled with the love of God. I met the evangelist, I met the pastor, he pulled up his shirt, I saw the scars of the wound still there, just a little scar. All 2,000 believers are truly following God. Just after I got back, we got terrible news from Pakistan. The extremists had come and attacked them, burning down 150 homes in Kassa village, killed 50 of their horses, burnt all the carts, and destroyed their only well for water. Not only that, all Christian children were expelled from all the schools, and the shop owners were warned that if they were to sell any food or clothing to Christians, they would come and burn their shops down as well. The pastor phoned me devastated. Our evangelists had planted that church in Casa Village. I phoned around for help and Barnabas Trust agreed to go to that village, put up a tent and feed the children. They brought food and blankets as well and went there immediately. A week later, the pastor phones me again. 
to ask me to give these refugees a word of encouragement. And I agreed. I phoned them. I give them the gospel message again. I pray for the sick. And suddenly, people all over the room were healed and 30 people ran forward. The first one was healed of body pain of eight years. Another was healed of um, cancer. One lame person was healed. All 30 people were instantly healed. And these people went and told everybody. Well, what happened is every village has sick people. And so these villages, if asked the pastor, if they can get me to preach the gospel message to their villages as well. And I do so. And the Lord heals those sick people every time over the phone. So much so, as the news spread, people would come with sick people on the stretchers and the Lord would heal them and they went home carrying their stretchers. I ended up preaching in 40 to 45 villages a year and out of that, 30 to 35 churches were planted in these different villages. And this went on for several years. And then, then the Lord led me into the radio ministry and praying for the sick over the radio. And the Lord has healed people again and again over the radio and may well heal you today. This is the work that the Lord has done. And if any of you have not yet received Jesus as Lord and Saviour, I'd like you to pray with me now. Just come in prayer, Lord Jesus. I come to you as I am. Thank you for dying for me on the cross. Please forgive me any, every sin I've ever done. I turn from that sin now. I choose to follow you in truth and righteousness from this time on. Thank you for forgiving me. Please come into my heart and life as my Lord and Saviour. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And if you are sick, the Lord wants to heal you. Put your hand on your sickness or your pain now. Lord, I lift up every sick person that is listening to these radio right now. And I command every sickness leave their body now in Jesus' name. I command pain leave their bodies now in Jesus' name. I command their bodies be healed in Jesus' name. Now pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, please place your spiritual hand on my hand and I will be healed in Jesus' name. Now just receive your healing now in Jesus' name. He loves you so much. And those that want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, just pray on. And Lord, I ask, please baptize me in your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now, having received Jesus, start praying every day. Get to know the Lord. Pray every morning. 
pray in the middle of the day, pray in the evenings. Buy yourself a Bible and read it. The Bible will train you in all truth and righteousness. Find a Bible-believing church and join it. And arrange with your pastor to get baptized in water to confirm your decision to follow Christ. Tell others what you have done. God bless you and know that the God loves you so, so much. And I will now hand back to our host. has 
power of God and also the Lady King. Today we are coming into our church this morning, which I'm going to get a picture snapshot with them because we, this is the kind of testimony that we want to see what God is going to show to the nation, to the world, that God is faithful. He's healing people every single day in media, in crusades, in revival meetings. God is moving. And the older brother said he was having the problem on his job. They already fired him on his job. And he went, Susan was praying on that radio. He took his hands and lay on the, on the radio, took the lead, and he said, I'm going to believe that something told him that take your hands off. Nothing is going to happen. And he took his hands off. So he was sitting when Susan said, You have to believe God. So he's as the brothers that to God, I believe now. And I believe now that God is going to shake up the enemy. And what happened? The brother just received something like a call in the system. He said, In the following morning, he called him back into that office and they said, This is a mistake. Go back to your working place. So this is the kind of thing that God is doing. I'm telling you, God is really moving in this meeting this time. In our nations, our like this, God is moving. Just have to tell you that God is coming. The rapture is not far from us. We got to come to Christ. We have to listen. We have to transform. We went into this holy town. Let me tell you, people don't want to come, but during the time of praise and worship, we start singing the praise of God. And the power that God just leaves people. Every body was just running. And he said, I'm going to listen to what these people are going to say. I'm going to listen to what people are going to say. And let me tell you, people baptized in the Holy Ghost, you can see the faces of the people say, yes, the power of God's transformation has already come into our city. That's the kind of things. And they say, Pastor, can you can you come back at the end of the year back in the same place they have in? Because we are going to follow, we are going to go to churches. And let me tell you, we're told that you have to go to the Bible believing church because the only way your salvation we maintain until you find the Bible believing church. But the right garment, something can bring for you and go there. Just go to the right place at the right time. So, friends, this morning, this is a testimony that I want to share with the world today, with the nations, that God is faithful in charge. When you're going to pray, I don't care what the enemy is doing, all what we know that Jesus is controlled over the nation of Sarlene. And when we hear the news this morning, it's on the side of the country, the north of the country, because of political array. You know, there's a lot of confusion there. That all cannot shake you. Because what you have to know, that Jesus, that this is the last day. But this morning, I am going to ask the woman of God. Maybe you have, maybe you have never heard about Jesus, but you are in this country. Your mindset is low on God. You only think about nobody could 
Lord, I lift up these people. Lord, today is a day to receive. Let me lead you in prayer. Lord Jesus, I come to you as I am. Thank you for dying on the cross for me and rising in total and complete victory over sin, sickness and death. Lord, I come to you as I am. Please forgive me every sin I've ever done. I choose to follow you from this moment on in your truth and in righteousness. Thank you for forgiving me. Please come into my heart and life as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Jesus loves you. You are created for more than this life. You are created for all eternity. And if you said that prayer, you're born again to the kingdom of heaven. That means when you die one day, you'll step out of your dead body straight into heaven. That is good news. But you need to follow Jesus now. You need to buy a Bible and read it. You need to get to know God in prayer. And you need to walk in righteousness. Because sin is bondage. But righteousness is true freedom. You will discover this as you walk in righteousness from this time on. God bless you. We have a few minutes here. Although the time has already killed us. I want to pray for the nation this morning. As everybody is preparing. We are preparing today's democratic time of transitions. So I just want to pray. That no problem when the time is going to come for the elections, no fighting. And now we're preparing ourselves the body of Christ, all the nations, that we need to cry unto God that no blood share in this country, no, no power fighting. And I'm telling you, people of God, no power fighting. When I came here this morning, my brother said, We're going to give you your time tonight because. You only see about the nations, and tonight we are going to bring something to you that you need to stand in the gap. We have to stand in the gap. Nobody has to stand for this country. It's you, because this country belongs to you. So I just want to ask the woman of God to release the abundance 
Lord Jesus, we pray for the new government to come into Sierra Leone, who will rule the country in truth, righteousness, and justice. And Lord, I pray that each person will pray to you to raise up the right government because it says in the word of God when the righteous rule the people will rejoice but when the wicked beareth rule the people mourn so everyone wants a government of your choice Lord who will rule in truth righteousness and justice for this we pray thank you lord amen we want to say thank you today we took about you know over 40 minutes you end about that's the grace of god people of god want to say we love you and we want to keep in touch with us this morning we want to end and even hours today as we bring in this world this morning even tonight we are going to bring the very powerful word in the evening, which I want you to be part of when my brother said, we'll give you the year time, Pastor Barbara said, then, so that you can continue to pray for the nation and continue to pray for Sorrenia, because there's no other nations as long as this one, but you know, this is the place that's not what you hear, so you need to pray and also to intercede you know, for this country, because nobody, no devil can destroy this group. We have to stand. And I want to encourage you, there's a lot of pastors now, they have started going to the to the, to the website, of Susan's ministry website. Some of them sometimes they tell me, Pastor, we have seen a lot of look there, which is helping us to go in our ministry, in our life, in our personal life, in our personal homes. So we have seen a lot of stuff, a lot of messages, and people say we only listen online. Some of you have an internet, you have an internet connections, you have an internet in your house, you can go to Susan's on the website. So they can you give your website again? You have a website and then having internet and you can get access to go there and to watch and to pick what you need in your ministry. Back to you, Susan, as you read. You're all welcome to go on our website. Everything on it is free. It is www.suzannesministries.co.uk That is S-U-Z-A-N-N-E-S-M-I-N-I-S T R I E S dot co dot UK Suzanne's Ministries dot co dot UK. God bless you. Lord, I say God bless you, all of you. Of course, my name is Pastor Mano, the presenter this morning in the footlights of the Lord Ministry. That's the name of our church. Back of the number of prisons and then soon the time that you can go on there and you can fellowship with our church this morning or maybe you can find a Bible believing church in the back.
Father Jesus, and you will be highly blessed. God bless you.